Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This programme is sponsored by Boy Sports, which was sponsored by City Football Club, and also M.A. Riley, French Polishers, and of course, the um, I'll get that right every week, don't I? <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Well, you know, I've got to kick, I've got, I've, got, I've got a way to go, I've got a way to go, <laughs> We're joined tonight by uh, Mr. Robe himself, Mark Andrews. Adams, welcome to the show, sir. Hello, everybody, hope, uh, hope everybody's New Year started all right, blues aside. Um, Marvellous. Uh, Alan Watton, who's joining us all the way from down south with a very bad back, so we'll go careful on him tonight. Not. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. From myself, good evening, and of course, Craig Courtney. Evening, everybody. Well, yeah. Mr. Hipkiss is off tonight uh, playing football, we believe. Playing football. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and of course, the host of the show, Mrs. Brown herself. Good evening. <laughs> Joined by a megastar, this man I've really wanted to meet all my life. I talk about him so much, as you all know, and I could never tire of talking about him because it's all to do with my very first game of blues. This is a moment. I'm sorry I can't come and shake your hand, buddy, but, you know, without, I, I bet it's a bit warm with that cup of tea in it, isn't it, really? Lovely. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, somebody I've spoken about for many, many years, Tony Wands. Tony Wands. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, welcome to the Tilton Talk Show. Um, things aren't going so well at St Andrews again. We're out of the FA Cup. Um, we, we looked deadbeat. We looked um, down and out. Um, uh, have you got any money? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you don't beat about the bush, do you? No. I mean, that was that was a dire abject performance on Saturday make no bones about it right it wasn't acceptable um, losing Sarkic massive blow um, down to 10 men another massive blow and we're out of the cup to Plymouth Argyle ladies and gents Plymouth Argyle take that in right this almost feels as bad for me as when we got stuffed out by Kidderminster Harriers Kidderminster Harriers who did very well the weekend well done Kidders um, you know beating it was Queen's Park Rangers wasn't it no Reading yeah. Reading Reading yeah Reading yeah, yeah. yeah. Oops, don't they? but um, you know uh, Kiddy always seems to have a good run in the cup <laughs> for, mm, yeah. for one reason or another bless them um, right okay so we are going to start the show tonight by kind of trying to disseminate what went on Saturday Craig you weren't there were you I wasn't there, but I watched it on the television. You watched it on the TV. So, Mark, you were there. You were, uh, yeah. you were there. I, I couldn't go because of uh, isolation rules. Because uh, the old wench had the Rona, um, <laughs> coughing and a splutching all over. I said, "Tent up over the bus stop." So, <laughs> there. 
good, it's a good shame she's not there. She's listening. She's in the kitchen listening. She's in the kitchen listening. You love her, really. Kitchen woman. <laughs> Where she belongs. So, yeah, absolutely. With them um, mop feet. Mop feet. Mrs. Mop feet, that's what we're going to call her. <laughs> Mark, you, were there. You, you were there, Mark. Give us a bit of a rundown yeah. on what, what you, you know, especially try and concentrate on, on, on the crowd's reaction as well. Well, I mean, pre-game, I must admit, pre-game, I think it was a little bit of a stronger lineup than I thought it would be. I mean, when that team lineup came through, I thought, mm, you know, he's mm. taking it semi-seriously. Mm. Um, strong, strong I think we all were seeing that line. I knew it weren't going to be a big crowd or nothing like that. Um, mm. But what followed after that was two hours of the most appalling, mundane, it's almost like rock bottom. Uh, it was that bad. Uh there's hardly any positives from it. I think, but Bellingham coming on to get a bit of game time was, was quite good to see. Um, with the crowd itself, I mean, dare I say at the end there were a few whispers, a few um, dis, uh, disenchanted voices actually calling for Mr. Bowie to go. I haven't heard we, that. What, but what do we replace him with? Huh? Sorry, He's got I the mean, club at yeah. heart, Mark. You know, that's you that's know, what, yeah. and I know he's got with us. We mm. saw what his face was like when we beat West Ham at St yeah, Andrews yeah. you know running towards the, t- the, the corner of the of, of the, the, the Tilton and the, and the main stand there beaming that bloke has got Birmingham City running through his yeah. blood there is something fundamentally wrong at our football club from the top well he came he came over at the end Nick to, in the, over to the Tilton and he, he looked yeah. absolutely obviously he's just lost the game but he, he looked absolutely broken um and I, do, I, and I do think a lot of the senior players who play do have to take a look in the mirror. It was mm. left to the kids to carry the fight. That's not right. You know, it's not fair. It's not... Yeah, I'm sorry about that, mate. Well, yeah, there's no performance. Yeah, the kids were left to carry the, the you know, carry the fight. I mean, that's encouraging for the future, but, you know, that... that, that... Look, uh, I know we've had issues with COVID, with injuries. With, uh, you know, nothing's gone quite our way since Lee Bowie came in. Um... Uh, 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 but you've got to have you've got to have strength in depth. You've got to have a squad where you mm. can fall back on players in times like this. And we don't seem to have that strength at all anywhere. Like, no. No, look, I do agree with you. The youngsters, sixteen-year-olds, seventeen-year-olds, you know, prodigies. They're obviously going to go on to bigger and better things than Birmingham City Football Club, and that is an absolute shame. Yes. I mean, in some ways, in some ways, Nick, it was almost like going back in time to the to the mid to late eighties. You know, small crowd, not much of an atmosphere, kids having to be chucked on. And I thought, is this nineteen eighty six or eighty seven again? You know, and 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 at the end of the day, it was. I wanted. We all wanted a cup run. Over the weekend, we've seen all you know fans going ballistic, getting through to the draw, and all this mm-hmm. lot. And I'd love some of that. So no, who have Plymouth Argyle banked as well? Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. I mean, Chris. what an opportunity for Birmingham City to earn some dollar. Chelsea. Mm. Huh? Yeah. But it's the usual, you know, not bothered, out the first attempt and, you know, back to the league. So, mm. no. It was just, it was just shocking. Absolutely shocking. Awful. Mm. Right, we've had a bit of breaking news while we've been uh, warming up backstage. Craig, could you enlighten us as to the uh, the collective Facebook post that they put out about six or seven minutes ago, just in case nobody's seen it? Marvellous, 
We had a little bit of breaking news uh, about the collective and their post on Facebook a little while ago. Could you read it out in case uh, you know some of the guys out there haven't seen it? I can indeed. Let me find it. Okay. Are we ready? So, ladies and gents, in short, you will have seen that there has been some uh, speculation and rumour around uh, Tom Ross and an announcement that he he placed on social media. Uh, in regards to a player being contacted um, in regards to the club. So the announcement that was made is being sitting on this for a while due to the secrecy, but since Tom Ross has broken the news, then we feel obliged to follow it up. Mark Ward was approached by a consortium of interested wealthy people to try and find a British club that they could invest in and build up. Mark suggested Birmingham City as a good option. But that was before they found out the issues involved in acquiring the club from our ownership and its mess. Though we are only one of the few that they have taken interest to, the consortium, which isn't English-based, may be the most difficult area for us to be purchased in. But on the plus side, they are not the only interested party. The hardest part is getting BSHL to part with us, which will be far from easy. Never say never is our favourite motto, or if you prefer, Keep right on, and that was announced by the the collective on Facebook about twenty four minutes ago. Interesting, very interesting. Um, Going to bring our uh, our guest in, um, Tony. Was it like this back in your day, or didn't you get to hear much about what was going on in in you know upstairs and in the offices? No, you didn't hear anything. Looking back, not back in the early sixties and sixties. It. Uh, I couldn't even tell you who the board were, <laughs> what their names were when I was at Tottenham. You only knew the manager, and that was it, really, and, and the trainer, and etc. And the rest that, of this, the, the ground staff, really, that was it. Is that, was that better, do you think, than it is now? Uh, I, I, the game's changed so much now. It's uh, it's very money-orientated in every shape and form now. Uh, assistant this and assistant that, and mm. is that many... Different jobs now that you know. I I'm not saying what I prefer, but it seemed a bit bit easier to understand. It's a bit like VAR and offside rules. It's difficult now, isn't it? You to understand how it works. <laughs> it was quite simple in the old days. If you was offside, you was offside. Yeah. And that was it. End of story. Didn't take a genius back then, did it? No, just just to put your flag up, didn't you? But they can't even do that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, from what, what seems to be coming through, uh, you know, owners of the problem from Adam Walsh. Uh, oh, blimey. Guys in the studio are mega loud compared to Zoom, Chris Brown. Do you sort that one out from Alan Wilkes? Um, all about the financial situation. Mike Ashley. Somebody, uh, somebody's mentioned Mike Ashley. I don't think I'd want Mike Ashley anywhere within five miles of Birmingham, let alone the club, uh, to be honest with you, what, uh, what, what he's done up at Newcastle. Um I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, we haven't got the answers. We don't know, do we? Uh, what do we do, Craig? What do we do? I mean, people are talking about Mike Ashley going to to Derby. Derby, yeah. It's. I agree. I, w- I wouldn't want him at the club. However, if he could form a consortium with people to come in, and he wasn't a sole shareholder and the owner of the club, then he's got a proven record of getting clubs out of trouble. Um, he's got a proven record of getting them promoted problem is he doesn't like spending the money like our owners at the moment so does it get us anywhere I don't think we're any better off we need a consortium of blue blood 
we need somebody to re-inject that love and passion for the club back into us I mean following on from that Craig people have mentioned um, the likes of, you know Trevor Francis Jasper Carrot and so on I don't realistically think they can afford as rich as they are in all, in, in, all, in all respects to both of those guys yeah, I think they both have their day in football now um, not being disrespectful to either Trevor or, or Jasper but like they're old blokes now aren't they you know what I mean Yep. You want some. You want some young, inspiring somebody with attitude, somebody with a bit of gum, somebody with a bit of like who ain't, who ain't afraid mm. to put the boot in occasionally. Um, because what we've got at the minute is it's just it's just wishy washy. It's terrible. We don't know when the stands opening. I mean, we're a championship football ground, second biggest city in the country. We can't even open a football stand for crying out loud's sake. And wow. you look at it, and yeah, that Arthur Slag in the middle there is absolutely beautiful and poignant. But, but the, the rest of it is just a shambles, an absolute diabolical shambles of a football club. Mm. It really is. I, I don't know if anybody, did anybody read um, uh, Dan Ivory's piece today? I haven't read it yet, no, but I will do. Uh, I don't know if you read it, Craig. It's, it's a quite, fantastic quite piece. It's a good, good piece, yeah. I, I echo every sentiment that he put in there. Um, okay, just, just, um, just, just, just kind of highlight what, what, what he's getting at there then, buddy. He's... he's it, in short, saying how the club, not just with fans, but in general, is numb. And mm. the people are now at the point where they're beginning to turn away from the club. Um, and you, I, I've seen it in the comments that we get through the show, but also from other sites where people are like, we're not going back. Um, COVID stopped people from going. There was an excuse. That is... I'm not saying it's gone, it hasn't gone, but people can go to the game, but no, they don't want to go because of what's happening with the owners. And it's um, it's a very sad time. I guess I felt so disgruntled myself. Not, I wasn't there, but I felt so disgruntled on Saturday and angry over the performance. And yeah, I've got to say, I watched the, the Birmingham ladies yesterday. Those, those ladies, bottom of the league, hadn't won a game, showed passion, showed promise. Yeah desire everything we want the men to do they showed and they, they they turned Arsenal over yesterday it was almost the opposite to what it should have been Arsenal top Birmingham bottom it was like the other way around and if our men's team could do the same we wouldn't be in this position and we would be drawing people back not yeah. pushing them away Roy okay we'll change tack a little bit then for a while because um, we've got Tony once in the studio I'd like to get to know you a little bit more Tony have you enjoyed your cup of tea Absolutely brilliant. Chris, right. when's the next one? <laughs> oh, Bring sorry. your toast over in a bit. <laughs> right, Tony, as I was saying earlier, um, I never got to see you on my first game because uh, you'd had your leg broken up at Newcastle the week previous. Um, uh, but I remember my dad, as I say, taking me up that Coventry Road and saying, this could be a bit noisy, it could be a bit of an owl here today because like, the fans were a bit mad that you got your leg busted. Um, how much of an impact did that have on your career? Uh, well, I suppose a fair bit. I was out for the best part of 10 months or whatever. And uh, the only good thing was, back in training, uh, it was the season had finished, and so I had the summer to get to get myself fit. And uh, I managed to be able to go to America for three months and All play. Right. Yeah, it's just solid football for three months and come back. And when the season was about to start, the following season, Freddie who was manager at the time, Freddie Goodwin, he just said, look, rather than go up and down, up and down, that sort of thing, and tackling and that, he played me in the middle at the back. And to be honest, after that, 
uh, little bit of success wise is probably the best few years we had through the mid 70s we had the bragging rights for the best part of three years mm-hmm. and so yeah it, it, it could have been good in that way in other ways uh, no not really because you're out for a long time and you're a bit a bit like isolated really you're on your own but uh, no it did have a difference it must have done because I ended up playing in different positions and that so right okay. well, what, what part of America did they send you off to well, back then, yeah, I had the option. It was Philadelphia, and uh, right. as I say, it was only the three months, and then straight back. But um, I eventually went out there with Fred uh, about seven, seven or so years later, and that, but that was in Minnesota, in the Midwest, and mm. I was out there for nearly five years. Okay. So, explain to some of our youngsters, Tony, what it was like to be a player in front of the cop and the Tilton when it was uh, back in the day. Well, I think back then, I don't think you just listening to the lads speaking about it earlier and that, I, I don't think it, we won't see those days again because, A, it was standing and, and you, they really were packed, the, the stands were packed. We always had fantastic crowds and you always had volume. So, in a way, it was almost worth a goal at home sometimes. I suppose a bit like Liverpool are at Anfield. Not so much certain clubs, but for Blues it was as well. And teams never really liked to come and play there. Um, no. You know, it, it wasn't a give-me sort of game. They, they didn't like playing. And also, uh, Blues at the time, I would say, were the best, one of the best away-supported clubs in the division mm. as well. Because... You know, I've been to places away from home with them when you could hear our crowd more than the home crowd. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, we used to run I, football specials, though, didn't they, from New Street? And, you know, we'd all well, pile on the train and, you know, you'd, you'd, you know, you'd bang it out the windows and screaming and shouting and going <laughs> mental. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if that'll come about, like, as well. Until they, well, they're going to try standing again, but not that we went any more disasters. We don't, but, you know... We're not likely to have it at Blues because no one's allowed in, are they, around that side? <laughs> Just starting to open it. <laughs> Do you get too many games, Tony? Uh, yeah, I've been to a few this year. Uh, I don't go too many times because, you know, I can't always go. But the uh, the most amazing was the first game of the season, Stoke, because it was the opening day and we no club had had a person in their crowd for a year. No. And then they couldn't open it because mm. it needed fixing. So they'd only had 11 months to do it beforehand, so I suppose they couldn't get a job done. I mean, does anybody know the state of what's going on? I mean, it's, it's like... No. It's, it's no. shameful watching no. it on the TV. Watching that on the TV makes my blood boil. Yeah. yeah it's, it's difficult. It's embarrassing. Well, it could only happen, really, to Blues. I mean, we've said it a few times, but, you know, whether they... The, light, the lights would go out or something. It always normally something would happen there, wouldn't it? And that, that's it. It's just mm-hmm. the way it is. You, you kind of get used to it in a way. <laughs> yeah. Right, Tim Faraday's chucked a question into the melting pot, Tony. Uh, Hi, Tony. Were you in the team at my first game, 1975, at Stamford Bridge? We lost 2-1. That started my love affair with the Blues. Keep right uh, on, mate. 1975. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, 2-1 loss. It, it may, I may not have been reason being because when I broke my leg, it was in the October of '74, mm. and I was out for the best part of a year. So I might have that season. I didn't play much at the beginning. Uh, it was '74, '75, '76, '77, '78. That was that was, but I'm, I virtually missed out on the whole of '75. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay, so that's that. Uh, one here from uh, uh, Caroline McCarthy Gufflin. Evening, everybody from Tenerife. <laughs> Lucky person. We hate her. We hate Don't her. We? we all hate her. We hate her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question to Tony. Did Tony uh, ever read the maps reports in the Evening Mail or the Birmingham Post or the Pink? Uh, and did you care what the press ever had to say? Oh, that's Dom Kavanagh, that is. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Well, it used to be the uh, <coughs> the Argus, didn't it, back the in the Argus day, I think? Argus, mm -hmm. yeah. And the guy on the radio, who was that? Who they, they used to phone in after the game. That's uh, our friend Tom, isn't it? No, not, not Tom Tommy Ross. No, no, no oh, Tommy no, Ross. Um, was it Mr. Tony Butler? Butler. Yeah, Tony that's Butler. it. Tony Butler. Butler. It was him. <laughs> On your mic. He, he used to just get rid of him if he didn't want to listen to him. Oh, go home and put the phone down oh, and job yeah, down. Yeah, he says it as he was. No, but um, yeah, we, the Argus was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, you always read it, I suppose. Just a, But uh, you can't take too much of it in, I suppose, with newspapers because you all see, you see the... Everyone sees the game different, don't you? You know, you, you normally know. You don't need telling if you've had a really bad game and you don't need patting on the back too much if you've had a good one. No. I think you'd know. Yeah, question but, um, from Dean Maddams. Uh, best player Tony ever played with and against? Uh, well, there's, the best player at Blues would, have had, would be uh, Trevor. Um, and it, obviously there, are, there was a few really good players at Tottenham. Um you know, back in the Jimmy Green's days. and But there was also phenomenal players out in America. That I think so many Europeans were going out there in 78 that you literally had the lot out there. I mean, mm. everyone from, like, Beckenbauer, Cruyff, Neeskins, uh, all, the, all the Dutch players, all the German players. It was unbelievable how many were playing out there. But they were all probably past their sell-by date, admittedly, but they could still play. But uh, yeah, Trevor, Trevor at Blues, I think goes without saying, because he was uh, he was so quick, um, and he and he was young at the time. He he was phenomenal, really. And uh, but played against, I don't know, really. There's there's all, in the old days of the wingers, the worst winger to play against then, and although he never did great for England, was Peter Thompson. Wait. But he played he played outside left. But um, for Liverpool, in the days of Callahan and Thompson, but he no no fullbacks used to like having to play one on one against him because uh, he used to take you to the cleaners most of the time. But um, but foreign players, there's count, there's so many, and they they're all phenomenal players. And the players we had over here, like George Best and players like that. Um, See, I'm, I'm 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 very lucky because like I can remember them players coming to Birmingham City, you know. Yeah. Uh, and playing our stadium, um, you know the the youngsters. That's why I was trying to get you to say, you know, about what the the, the players' perspective was on the pitch, uh, because we just haven't got that kind of atmosphere. We haven't got that aura about the place anymore, mm. um, and it's all gone, you know, incredibly sterile. And um, you know, to see players like that, Bobby Jack, Bobby and Jack Charlton walking out onto St Andrews, you know, what, what an absolute honour. Yeah, yeah. And well, for, you, for you to play against people like that. Well, you wow. don't think. I mean, as a kid, I went, I used to go each week, I'd go to watch football, and it was Tottenham one week for, with, the, with the kids who were Spurs supporters, and it was Arsenal the next if they were Arsenal supporters. But you saw all the players that you knew and you'd heard about when you were 10, 11, you managed to see them, which, which when you're really young, you remember. I mean, my favourite player then 
was Dennis Law when he came back from Italy because mm-hmm. he he had all the <laughs> the movements about him. And we've all got our favourite players, but that he was the first one who kind of had an impact on me. And like you say, Bobby Charlton as a player. Um, but there was a few as well. We've had we've had some good English players, mm. and uh, luckily I never thought I'd ever play with the likes of Jimmy Greaves. It just happened, you know. And that's mm. it's just a dream that comes true, isn't it? You know. Tony, but, uh, sorry, 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 okay. Tony, did you play against um, Pele? No, well, when I went out there, Pele had just literally hung up his boots, and he um, he used to do like uh, what what do we call it over here? He he worked on behalf of the club. He was at New York Cosmos. Yeah. yeah, he was like an ambassador for the club, and um, I, I did manage to. Uh, I went to a function, and he was there, and we had to just say a couple of words. And we used to have to carry all these uh, postcards or pictures of yourself to, you know, to give to the people. And so I just had a, my son was born out there, so he's in his 40s now, but he, he was born in about 1979 while I was out there. And it, Pelly had this picture, a black and white picture, and I said, could you sign your picture, your, your picture for me, for my son? And he put on it like to James, like all the best yeah, Pelly, really, like, you know. So really he knew that was right. So I said to him, "Do you want mine?" My <laughs> 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 little postcard, you know, like from the beach, like. <laughs> he went, "No, you are, mate." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but yeah, he was not. He was always oh, well, nice as a, a guy, like. But I, no, I was unfortunate. Never played against him. He he hung his boots up by then. I did, yeah, yeah, well. I, did, I did. I did see him in 1975. I think in 75 mm. he came to St Andrews, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, 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 yeah, yeah. he, he played yeah. at Villa as well. Did, did I say Villa? Give me a smack. Uh, Give me a smack. Yes. What did we say? Right. Just, I've just had a dig in the ribs for that. I'm sorry. Nothing, Mr. One. You've just had your last cup of tea and all, pal. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, the cup's already gone <laughs> off the table. Okay. <laughs> Can you someone recollect just a quick word? Um, mm. Craig, I think we need to really um, address the, the elephant in the room, I think I say, isn't it? Mm. Regarding what we are going to do and what we've been doing mm-hmm. today uh, regarding getting an extra show in. Yeah, so we've been talking, um, uh, people talking to their people, as they say, <laughs> yeah. with the Blues Trust. Um, and what we want to do is uh, we're looking to put a show together and we'll confirm some dates. There will be a Q&A session with the Blues Trust, where it will be, and others, it will be very open. It will be an opportunity for people to shout questions around what are the Trust doing, then tell us the work that has been completed. Um, But also, it's an opportunity for people to air their feelings in more detail that perhaps then we can get to the club with. Um, We all know there will be an upcoming forum for fans and perhaps from this show we can take questions with the aid of the trust towards taking that forward so watch out for more details but we are planning something where everybody will get an opportunity can to it, have can a I, say can i also say that the, the, the people that are going to be on this show are people that know um a bit more than like what we did we did <laughs> right so it's not just the trust we can't go into great details yet because we can't go into, those, those no we're we're about we're, we're about to. We're about ninety percent there, ninety ninety five percent there, with some with some brilliant guests who know what they're talking about. 
So watch out for that, guys, because that will be an absolute belter. And as Craig has said, you've got your opportunity to ask your questions. Right? I'll have my opportunity to ask my questions. As will Craig, as will anybody else and everybody else that is on the show. And when I say on the show, if your name shows up on that shout box, you're on the show. That's it. Okay? So... Watch out for that. We are do, we are doing stuff in the background, but we can't go into great detail as to, as to what, where, and why. Okay. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, Jason McDonald, if Tony could give a message to Blues team now, what would it be? Keep right on. Uh, well, <laughs> I, it's a difficult message because I've not been in a position of ever uh, managing teams or anything, but I think what looking at it really from the from the beginning of the season, like we we just do miss having a leader, someone who's who's got a little bit of fire in them, and um, like like players you all know who, who have been there and and they can put their fists up and and you know even if it's not going too well for them on the pitch at the time, they never change. It's the way they are, and those those players are, are few and far between. But we drastically need we need somebody like that in the team first and foremost, and they don't come along. That's what I'm saying. They just don't come along every day, and that's the difficult thing. Now I do appreciate that all teams need money to buy, but the price is now extortionate for, for players. That's why, you know, we've got so many foreign players coming in because they can get them cheaper than it costs for the local English lads. Virtually now, the way it's going, so I, I just. As far as the players go, when you go out, it's just the pride of playing. They're, they're not they're not playing just for themselves. They're playing for their mates and they're playing for the crowd. And the crowd, the crowd uh, love love the Blues so much. And until you've, you, they must know that you know, because when they get, when they're behind you, they're really behind you, you know. Mm. And that, like I say, away from home as well. It's not just at home. They've had a phenomenal following away from home. Uh, well, it, it used to be, especially in the 60s and that, and 70s. And even the the game at the Millennium in the final with Liverpool, you couldn't hear the Liverpool sports compared to the Blues. There's no comparison. Off the scale, also. Off the scale yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, and you'll never see the likes of that again. Well, yeah. you will. <laughs> but, you know... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the moment. All right. That's all right. No, no, no. It's, it's a bit of good news. <laughs> no, it, but um, no. Uh, let's hope we can replicate that. But they've been a sleeping giant for too long now. I think Blues. Mm. It's just you know. Um, I said at the beginning of the show, though, Tony, second biggest city in the country bears the name of Birmingham. Yeah, it, 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 it just defies all knowledge that some. Mm super rich Manchester City owner or something like that hasn't come along and said, you know what, I'm snapping that name up, I'm having it. We're yeah. having it, mate. Yeah. yeah. But we get it. We, we, we get, we've yeah, had it for, uh, for years, haven't we? We're, we're a big city with a, you know, a big, big population. Why aren't we, why aren't we packing out that ground? Well, I think now as, as well, like you, some, or you mentioned it earlier, people... Uh, are not turning up at times now, mainly because you, we all support teams as a kid, especially if it's your local team, and you normally support a team that you've either heard of a player or you've seen them and you want to go and support them, and they're there for the rest of your life then. And the older you get, and, and it's starting to get really difficult to watch, then you, 
you stop. Mm. I know some really staunch blues fans who don't go at all now. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a shame, and I know a few, you know. It's, and, a, real, it's a real, sorry to jump in, Tony, but it's, it has been a real chore now to, to go again. You do, yeah. it's in the blood, but it's not enjoyable. It's a chore. But like yeah. I say, when, when you're hooked on it, you can't mm. kick the habit. <laughs> People want to go and they just want to see where, you know, if they turn out on the pitch and they show pride, passion, and they sweat and blood for that shirt and that badge yeah. but go and lose 3-0 as fans we don't care no, well, but we're not seeing it you, you're right because the saying was back in the 60s the crowd love a tryout and regardless and there, there, there's been loads of bread and butter players but if they see you giving your all and you're getting your shirt dirty they, they don't mind that and um Okay, it's more a little bit more difficult now. You've got to be careful. You, you can't tackle anybody. I mean, it should be called handball anyway, not football, because they use their arms more than their feet, yeah. don't they? You know, they get more work with their hands than they do with their feet. It's only the keeper that uses his feet now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Dean, <laughs> Dean Adams, sorry, Dean Adams has mm. posed a question. Which is the fiercest derby, Tony? Uh, the Birmingham derby or the Spurs Arsenal one? Well, without that... Uh, Blues, Blues and Villa because um, he said it again. Said I said it again. It again. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on an hat trick. <laughs> You're on a yellow. <laughs> as long as I only get one yellow, not two. Otherwise, I'd be out of here, wouldn't I? <laughs> no, the uh, Blues. The, the, that was the thing when I first came. Is we don't care where we finish in the league, even if we have to get relegated, we've got to beat Villa. Well, we waited a couple of three seasons before it was possible because, you know, Blues had come up from the second, Villa had come over in the third and come up to the second and into the first. So it was a long wait. But we did have a... Albeit the very first one was at Villa Park and we actually lost 2-1. And a father-in-law of mine, who, who's passed away long since now, bless, but he came and he's a he was a rank Arsenal supporter and he said, I have never seen an atmosphere like that. That was at Villa Park. Then we played the, when the, reserve, uh, the return game a bit later in the season was at Blues. It was electrifying and we actually won that game and then we were lucky, not lucky enough, we were fortunate enough to win the double the next two years. So that six first one, Tony, was, was it 3-1? Three, 2-1. Three, the first was one. The, was that the time when, the, when they had the tilt and road and they had all like pink and blue little balloons and all oh yeah, but, yeah but, no yeah but they, that was the uh, home game that was the second was game yeah. yeah but that was at blues that was 3-2 that think. was my first derby that was my very first oh derby. that was 3-2 yeah just, it was phenomenal the noise just oh, look at that goosebumps mate look at that look at that Look at that. <laughs> no, I've got to admit, if, if you're not fired up for that, if Blues could, it, I, I shouldn't say it because they were some great players in the team then, but if Blues could have gone out and every game was that game, I think we'd have done three times, four times better than what we did, mm -hmm. if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And you say, well, why should you get, how can you raise it for that game and not others? But there, there was an adrenaline rush when you played that game. I'll tell you why we raise it. I'll tell you why we as fans raise it as well. Because we sit here in June waiting for that picture list to come out. And the second it does, you're on it. When are we yeah. playing them at home and when are we playing them away? Book my holidays. Get them, yeah. them days are off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, no. Massive, massive games. 
more so. Don't forget, Arsenal was known as the library if you was a Tottenham fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's the quietest place on the planet. So, you know, it was never really. It was a bigger game, Spurs against West Ham, than playing Arsenal. Albeit oh. the closest two together, like distance-wise. But no, it's just the way it is. Where Villa and Blues free. Yes, me trick. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no more, no them more. And us, for you. Them and us was no, the biggest. Because <laughs> I've, I've already opened the door. He's going out by the window. I'm going to bring you some toast around as well. Tony, don't bother getting this coat. Get it in the towel. See you, Alan. Tony, yeah. uh, as, as someone who saw your debut for Blues, I probably saw you play for Tottenham as well. Um, how did that? There's a, uh, a book that was brought out called The Glory Game, which um, was a, a fly on the wall uh, book about the Spurs season uh, the year before you came to us. And you got a mention on the last page, and it said, uh, Tony Wand um, uh, has joined Birmingham. And, and it didn't explain uh, how that came about. It just said that you'd been sort of on the fringe of the team all year and decided you wanted to come to us. And, and how, how did that? How did it actually come about? Uh, well, I think it was uh, the, the end of the '72 season, wasn't it? The, the yeah. week the week Blues came up and the phone That's went, right. and it was uh, it was Bill Nicholson saying uh, we've had Freddie Goodwin on the phone, and and he told me that they that they wanted me to go up there and have a chat with them, and and he just said, you know, I think it's a bit unfair to you in a way, like you've you've been. And in them days, we only had one sub. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we always... subs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Tottenham always had a forward at home and they normally had a defender away. Yeah. And there was one season, after season, I was a sub away from home. And we used to... We were on an appearance money to get your appearance. So someone like Cyril Knowles, who was playing for England as well at that time, I think, he would we'd be playing somewhere and he would give me a little wink with about 15 minutes to go and if we were winning like I'd go on he'd, he'd come off he'd limp off and then I'd go on get me appearance money well one <laughs> night at Arsenal we were 2-0 up there's about 25 minutes to go and he started winking at the box I was going no you're alright stay on for another 10 minutes like jokingly and uh, he came off and I went on and, and two minutes later Arsenal got a corner I came over and, and there was a, a shot it was all blocked and somebody knocked a rebound in so it was 2-1 and then we had to sort of like hold out for 20 minutes and I, I, I seen him I said Cyril don't you ever get coming off like that again and he says, what's your appearance, man? <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> well, the reason it, it, they, they tried so hard to do it for me like because the wages then for the local lads was laughable, really. It was very poor. And uh, they wouldn't believe you now. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. But it, uh, and uh, at the time when I was in, got in the first team in 67 after we won the cup, they had to make me money up to 20 quid a week because okay. that was a minimum wage then. So, and that, so that's what I'm saying. So I was on a decent appearance money, not mega money, but, uh, you know, more than what I was earning. Mm. So and that was how it was. So they used to mm. do that, but mm. you could never. I was never sub at home. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're going to get the appearance money then. But you, anyway, well, he, I went up went, to. You were the first first player we signed, as you say, 
after promotion. And, you know, we were used to buy people from Swindon and Carlisle and Bolton and whatever. Um, mm. And suddenly we we signed somebody from Tottenham. Wow. <laughs> You know, you're you're the big name, and <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to know that well, he's only on twenty quid a week, it's a bit of a shock. <laughs> no, well, that was when I was at Tottenham, like. But the um, uh, no, I came up and uh, I went went and had a lunch with Freddie, and and I said, well, I'll go go back and I'll think about things, you know. And he said, well, we could do with getting it over with because we're going to Italy in a couple of days on a, on a trip on a tour because the season was finished now. And uh, I ended up, I signed, and I went, <laughs> I went back to me, and my dad was there. I said, Dad, I've signed for Birmingham. And the, the amazing thing was, at that time, when we all first got our pay packets, we was all get, they were all looking at their pay packets, all, all under each other's noses. And they're going, how come I paid a shilling more tax than you, and how come you've got sixpence more than he has? And... We were all on the same money. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> so there weren't no, you know, there was no top men there. It was one of them. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. But, but do take that in, people. 20 quid. Yeah. 20 quid. 20 quid. Oh, no, that was only if you played. I weren't on that during oh, every no, other I, game. I, I, I weren't playing. I weren't getting 20 quid. No, we, back then, uh, I played in the under-19s. Uh, the, the England, we went on the tour and did the, went up and down the country playing games and then we went on the World Cup thing. And we had a few players and from London. One was like Trevor Brooking, Frank Lampard, that's Frank, who you know his dad, Frank's dad. Yeah. Um, Peter, Peter Shilton, who was a Midland-type player. Uh, we had a lad from Charlton who was in their first team. And then we had Steve Kembrews at Crystal Palace who was in the Crystal Palace first team. And every one of us was on £12.50 a week. Everyone, and, and all the kids from up north, like Brian Kidd, Joe Raw, and Colin Todd and all these, we had a really good team. And uh, they was all on about £22 then. Oh. That's when we was like eight, seven, just on 18 years of age. Oh, Christ. Yeah. That's the truth. And I ain't got too much savings left. About <laughs> 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 20 quid. Um, uh, Joe Donner, who said, Tony, want a great humour from you, mate, and you were a great servant. Yeah, Blues. absolutely. Are you, absolutely. Uh, are you, are you Blues Brothers on the show? You're the salt of the earth and put some light on a very dark time for Blues. Oh, Thanks a million. Thank you. Right thank on. you. And you're, well, you're, you're well loved. You're well loved. Just though. to put it in perspective, it sounds rough, rough, uh, but you could buy a mini for four hundred pound, then Brandon. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Nicholas, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Wellsbury joined us. Uh, he's one of our um, deaf supporters, and uh, he's advertising the fact that it's his birthday. He's going to be fifty on the twenty seventh of January. No, no place to advertise a birthday, my friend. This no, is no place no. to advertise your birthday. Christ, it must not looks, happen. It looks a lot older. It looks a lot older. What do people make of the McGree situation? Isn't that a strange one? It's, mm. Go on, Craig. Go on, Craig. Are you dying to say something, Craig? Go on. Uh, I'm just thinking it's... Uh, how much of it is paper talk? Um... Honestly, I you know if if I was put in a room and I had to sit with a journalist, or I had to sit with Lee, 
if Lee turn around and says he's going because he's going to contract and he's going to America and you've got a journo that's saying no he's going to Middlesbrough or Celtic I know who I'd believe and mm-hmm. I know money talks because, yeah. but £2 million if that is correct number one is very very cheap for a player that stood out in the championship um, and actually for me if I was Ryan McGree I'd be thinking to myself I don't want to be championship I'd rather look at a, maybe a lower end of the Premier League team where I'm still going to get games but I want to move to the top levels I just I, I don't know whether it's true I can't see it yeah you'd want your £22.50 wouldn't you kid so what do you think of the uh, so do you reckon he'll go to Celtic tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts good news ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. That <laughs> would be the only logical place, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the manager's Australian yeah. um, and he would be playing, I think that they're not in Europe anymore, are they? But he would be in 12, 12 months' time. 12 months' time, yeah. Uh, Middlesbrough, I mean, what? <laughs> why would he want to go there? You know, if he doesn't want to, if they won't let him stop here, why would they let him go to Middlesbrough? And the other thing I can't understand is this guy is halfway through a season, yet they want him to go and do a pre season yeah. for a month. He could have stayed with us for that month uh, and, and, and joined up. Okay, he'd have had to play some preseason games, but he'd been as fit as a, he'd been fitter than all of them. It does it, that mm. that that bugs me. I mean, there's, there's there's more to it, and and this transfer talk makes me suspicious now that you know it wasn't just about contract, but as you say, it's the paper talk. But it's worrying that we're being dumped on, basically. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And if it's the difference between two million and you know footing salaries then actually you've got a question we I know they say we've got no money but we must have something in the pot I mean we went out and bought a striker for two million pounds who's been on loan and he's out there not doing anything at the moment so if we yeah. can do that why couldn't we go after somebody yeah. like McGree but just look at how much revenue we're losing though week in week out because that stand isn't open it's not just it's not just the seats on bums it's the shirts it's the pies it's, it's the yeah. beers it's everything we're I, I don't losing. I don't I we're, don't know I don't know. I don't know, Nick, because I mean, well, we've got to be leaking a fortune with it. We, we 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 mentioned it. I think on one of the one of the groups today that I mean we weren't getting much more than that before the stands closed. We can't we can't fill what we've got now. <laughs> if we can't fill what we've got now, there's no demand for tickets. Therefore, no. you open it up, and we're not going to fill it. <laughs> not unless you charge a fiver or a pound every single game to get people through the door, and you'd probably still end up losing. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, to be honest, going back to the cup game on Saturday, I'd have done that. I'd have said, uh, you know. Kid uh, fiver, you know, yeah. across the board, across maybe the board, three yeah, quid, fiver. three quid even for season ticket holders. Yeah. You still only get about twelve, thirteen thousand, I think. I think so. Uh, was it was it was a yeah. good point here? He says, "Shoot me down," and, but he didn't agree. Only stand out because of how poor we are. Yeah, yeah, that's a probably, good point. probably yeah. right. Yeah, but he was, yeah. he was a good player amongst a lot of poor players. Me old mate, big yeah. thing, VAR. There you go. Sadly, yes. Um, Probably use the money we paid them for taking Monk and his team from Steve Portman. Uh, 
why, why is it we can't just have some good fortune? Come on, this has been 11 years. <laughs> We're Birmingham City, Nick. We, we, we don't have get we ever known Mate, any, any different? We never know any different. We have We've known ninth in the Premier League. We've known the trip into Europe. We've known yeah. beating, mm. you know, the scum uh, in the quarterfinal, coming back from being, you know, probably out of that cup final against West Ham. The Ipswich game, you know, the Blues Villa games, all the go, you know, and the history of it all going on, like you know, and it's just every single week we ain't got a good thing to say. I mean, can, can, Tony, going back to the FA Cup, you as a player, did you look forward to the FA Cup? Were you like a kid, were you excited about the draw and did you, you know, gather around to watch it and stuff? Yeah, well, I think the FA Cup was, it was that and the league, it was even bigger than the league somewhat, in some way, because it was a thing that was on TV all day, all on the day, the final, every little, every kid knew about it, every adult who went to the football games knew about it, everyone wanted to go there and say they'd been to a Wembley final, and so we were growing up in that era when it, when that's what it was all about, but because of all these other things they've brought in now and everything's to do with a uh, more money involved by putting more different competitions and that it's getting there that it's not it doesn't mean too much to some of the clubs anymore the if that makes sense a five o'clock kickoff for the FA Cup final well uh, I, don't, I don't see the logic in that but there you no, go no, no. but the day the day Tony when we was kids yeah um, and I don't know how old you are I was 60 on Christmas Day I know I've mentioned it before um, but that day was just so special. It didn't matter that your team wasn't in that cup final. You supported a team for that day, yeah, yeah. right? And you wanted your you wanted that team to win as much as you'd want your own team to, to win it. That's what it was like for us when we were kids. And the build up and the news, and they'd be going through the streets of the towns and the cities and that. And it was just it was just amazing. It was a, it was just undescribable and for you youngsters that are watching this tonight you'll never sadly experience that no that's um, a, that's and it was and it is it really is because that's what football was all about in the 70s um and uh you just see it see it now like you know can't even raise a song mm-hmm. huh? well, and, also- uh, and youngsters to me and nick are people below 50 yeah, that's right. Oh, we're we're, we're sorry, Mark. <laughs> I, there's um there's a great comment coming on the the show box, and I've seen it a couple of times actually over the past couple of days, uh, and it's uh, it's from John Smith, um, and he's saying that when Sullivan and Co were at the club, we actually didn't realise at the time how good we had nope. it. We didn't. And did we there were yeah, well, lots did... of people. Happy, they had to go. They were not putting anything into the club and stuff like that. But actually, what 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 have we had to celebrate since then? Apart from the cup, we've we've seen nothing but lows. And I, for one, would say uh, actually, I'd have them back tomorrow. <laughs> I'd have them back tomorrow. But as as somebody somebody else has wants an opinion here, Paula Thompson, Sullivan Gold sold us down the river to Young. If somebody offered you twice the value of your house, exactly. Yeah, money talks. Money talks. It's yeah. you know they're businessmen. They, they offered well, that's crazy it. money. It's, it's, that's right. Everything's for sale in business. Yeah, yeah they offered crazy, crazy. And money. somebody, somebody, Tony, I'll take you back to this. Uh, just mentioned uh, again, going back to the FA Cup final. Um, let's see if I can find it. But no, I can't. I can't see it, matey. But it was okay. reenacting that game in the back garden 
after the final whistle. <laughs> you'd reenact that game. You'd do it over and over and over again. And then, um, you know, we'd be at school and, and half the school would support one team, the other half would support the other. And there'd just be a battle in the playground. It was mayhem. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Kicking well, lumps you, out of each other. We used to have to uh, relive it all up against the brick wall because there weren't... We did, I'll never see a tree till I come up here. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah it was you know, Michael, Wood, Michael Woods that picked that up. Thanks, Michael, for that. Yeah, brilliant. But, brilliant but, but you know, I just, I, I look back and it was just concrete, but you did. You put a couple of jumpers down on the floor and that was yep. your goal, wasn't it? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and that was how it was. The facilities are better now, they, you know, than ever back in the day, but that was the game, the game that everybody watched every year. And I can reel them off from the mid-50s through till about 1970. But if someone mm. said to me, who won the cup three years ago, I wouldn't have a clue. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got a clue. I yeah. got a clue. But you just remember it and you remember the names of the goal scorers, didn't you, know, you and everything as a kid. Going, so. going back, would it be late, late 70s when Coventry City won the You know, I that, that, was, that, that was the mm. magic of it, wasn't it? Absolute magic of the FA Cup final was that one day. And the guy... In his white uniform, on that scaffolding, in the centre circle, winding the yeah. two set supporters up, and it was all done in fun and banter. And I can tell you something else as well, right? When the lap of honour was done after the game, both sets of supporters stopped to honour both, both teams. the teams, yeah. right? Yeah, both the teams. You look at it now. When we played Arsenal, four minutes later, that round was half empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, it was it was an event. It was a bit like the Grand National, that sort of thing. It used to be, or anything like that. A big, yeah, big, yeah. big day. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, Muhammad Ali fighting. Yeah, you know, there were memorable moments. It's um, it's, it's a little bit different now. Money has killed it a little bit. It, it's, it's like all this. The yeah. amount of games now you play it to a World Cup to qualify, mm. you know, why do they have all these? They have all these qualifying games for countries. No, after half of us have never heard of some of them, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not going to get in the the lot. And, and so it works out that they have about five, six lots of groups where you know the ones that are going to qualify out of the groups virtually, don't you? Every year, mm-hmm. and it's just because it's money, money, we all of saturated. it. Saturated, aren't we, Tony? We're just saturated with football as much as we love it. We're just well, non-dead. yeah. Mm. Mm. Another great memory: John Smith. Our pints and milk for players interviewed after the game. Happy days, whole family watched. <laughs> yeah, superb, <laughs> superb, mate. Absolutely superb. Um, I think we have to say um, uh, well done to our uh, sponsors as well. I think uh, Craig, but they, I think they helped out our disabled group. They did indeed. Well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Board Sports, big big shout out and uh, and thank you for the support, especially to our Excessive Blues uh, counterparts who who they actually supported when couldn't get tickets uh, all together at the ground, so actually donated the box for them for the game, um, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, and also they had uh, sponsoring corporates as well for Sunday's game, so. Disappointment Saturday and uh, jubilation on Sunday. So uh, yeah. thank you to those guys. Test- testament, isn't it, though? You know, we've got half the ground shut. We can't even mm. accommodate our disabled supporters in one area. It's, it's mm. crazy. It's uh, crazy. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> Some of my night up there. And, and talking of the, the ladies, um, shout out to, to Darren uh, and his backroom staff with uh, Marcus Bignett. What a result for the ladies on Sunday. Um didn't catch all the game, saw the second half, mm. and they were absolutely brilliant. They 
my comment afterwards, they showed the passion and pride that we want the men to do. But it's great to see them actually just after that break a totally different team and it was a um, shock as well it's a huge shock yeah, what was it what was the odds 50, 50 to 1 the odds <laughs> for, for Birmingham to win that game um before kickoff so absolutely brilliant the, that they did it and uh, we we took on board everybody's feedback as well um if you haven't seen the note we are looking to uh, incorporate the ladies game a little bit more into the show so watch out for some uh, some further details yeah. maybe some guest appearances from the team as well yeah. Mm. Uh, Comment here from Mr. Hitkiss, who's uh, now finished his game of football. <laughs> 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 Said it before, and it's sad that a team would rather finish fourth in the Premier League than win the FA Cup. The winners of the FA Cup and League could, should qualify for the Champions League automatically. You're more of a champion than finishing third or fourth. Absolutely couldn't agree with you. And uh, we've just been reminded that it was impact for Sunday's game as well as World Sports, yeah? Impact. So we've got to give a shout out to them guys as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what a nice gesture! What a nice gesture! Fantastic, mm. fantastic gesture! So mm. let's get let's get back. I know we're going to do. I know we're going to get do a program on this, but what what would you like to see done, Nick? Me? Yeah. Uh, Una's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you know, it's just making me too sad and angry to think about it. It really is, Chris. Owner's gone, obviously. Um, somebody in who cares. Yeah. Um, we thought we had it a couple of years ago. You know, we've got uh, Dave and Claire working side by side, and there was things, you know, happening, and That's information right, yeah, was yeah, information yeah. was coming out. And but it was nice stuff. It was all about you know helping the community, and it, it's just all gone dead and stale. Yeah. And don't ever Birmingham City get rid of pucker pies again. Never, ever get rid of my pucker pies. Never. I'm telling you. <laughs> and I can remember we all got excited when uh, when, when uh, Ernst and Young uh, found us a uh, a buyer. Yep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's. Uh... I think. I think one thing. I think one thing that would be wrong would be. Just my personal opinion would be to uh, boycott. I don't think that serve any purpose. That's my right. you, you can forget your bed sheets, right? Don't know, I might be having a sale at the minute, but they've all been snapped up by somebody else up the road, all right? So you can forget oh. bed sheets at St Andrews <laughs> because that, for me, crying out bed sheets at St Andrews, my God. Yeah, please don't. What can we do as fans? I'll tell you what we can do as fans. We can do what Craig's doing in the background at the minute and what this show is hoping to bring together a group of people who will voice their opinions on everybody else's behalf but then mm-hmm. you again have got that opportunity to join in with us and voice your opinion too I oh, and believe me believe me Birmingham City Football Club see the comments on the shout box and they watch the show we know that oh, they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I also reiterate that you will be you will be asking questions to people who will know the answers or they will well or mm. and they will know more than what we do I think in terms of the club, we need, we've lost that blue drive, both internally and the fans are, are losing it as well. We need yeah. to, you, you know, you, you look at the people that were there inside the club that are no longer with us and they were with us through thick and thin. They were blues fans. They knew what made not just the club <coughs> tick, but us as fans. We haven't got that there now and we need that. We need that back, you know. The Davo is is still there, but doesn't get as as involved as what he yeah. did before. Um, 
we had Julia who was in the background doing all of the fantastic work with the financials and we lost Julia. Mm. We had Colin Tatum. You know, all of these people were blues through and through. Yeah. Without that, I, the inside of the club can't can't thrive. We need that back. So people coming in through the door, great. We might get some new owners, but also listen to the fans. See what the fans want and help us rebuild the fantastic club that we have had in the past and we want back. This has been the problem, hasn't it? Um, talk to us, uh, talk to us. This has been the problem. The fans haven't been listened to at all. No. And I think when the fans were listened to, when Dave and Claire and the, and, the, and the mothers that you mentioned, Greg, were there, um, perhaps the ownership didn't like it. And don't get me wrong, I think things are, are being tried. The fantastic gesture at the weekend and the ongoing support with, with young Arthur and the Arthur's game uh, this time is brilliant and that shows the family side of it. That's just a small part of it though. We need everything else to, to develop around it. Nicky Wright, listen to us. Listen to the fans because I tell you what, my time's coming to an end. You know what I mean? I'm 60 years old now. Um, oh, yeah. and, and it's all about the youngsters. So we've just lost two years, two years of new youngsters coming into our football club through COVID, yeah. right? And have they gone off and played chess or, or are they interested in something else? Have we lost them forever? You know, what can we do to get them back? What can we do as fans mm. to get them back? Um, you know, there are other things you can do. Clean the filthy, stinking mess up outside for a starter. Or get on to the council to get it done. I've ranted on that one God knows how many times, but it's still the same. Um, and um, I do I do like this one from Paul Lipkiss. He says, uh, we're the equivalent to running a fish and chip shop with no potatoes. <laughs> like a pub with no beer. <laughs> yeah. That was a song that was, uh, Mark. Would you believe it? So, Tony, you can see our frustrations as fans, yeah. And I know you're, you've, you've been involved with the club pretty much most of your life, really. Um, how does it make you feel what you're watching again all over? Well, as I say, I, I, I appreciate where you're coming from and I do understand it, but how the people feel because. There's nothing quite like uh, being successful. That helps and amazing because the more successful you are, the more people are going to come and see you. But it, it it has dragged on a bit now. From you know over the we're, we're at 2022 now. It seems like yesterday was 2000. Yeah. And and n not too much has really happened. We had the we had the, the, the we've had a few little halcyon weeks. You know when it's come in, but. It's not really been ongoing, you know, and uh, and we've been up and down. We have got back and we've gone slipped back down, but you know we're we're at a time now where it's probably the lowest for years, you know, like where we are in the league and and how we're playing as well. That's the main issue mm. of it all. But <clears throat> at the moment, we just need a few few new faces I suppose but it's easier said than done I appreciate that it's, it must be so difficult um, for the man in charge you know yeah. makes my heart bleed I'll be honest with yeah you. it must be it must be difficult because mm. you know he's quite limited really isn't he you know mm. it's not like you've got like he's <laughs> the Guardiola's he can pick two teams that could hold their own in the, in a division you know mm -hmm. let alone just one but yeah. you know it's, I feel a bit sad for them really and uh, and yeah. the crowd deserve more because they're what you really call hardcore supporters yeah. and they're not you know 
and it's it's, it's getting a little bit smaller each each season mm-hmm. goes by mm-hmm. without some sort of success. Even if push up the table a bit, that that'll only go one way. Yeah. Well, they come they're coming in now. They're coming in now like a mouse with like a mouse trap with no cheese. Yeah. No, we have had our chips. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tony, have you done your one to eleven? I'm not sure whether we sorted that out with you. Uh, well, there was too uh, there was too many actually to name. All right, okay. We'll skip that one then. Even Guardiola ain't got that many players available. <laughs> that are, but one, two, More than Barry Fry. <laughs> yeah. More Actually, than Barry. Yeah. No, Tony, did you ever fancy management? Uh, no, it never came about really. I used to coach, but mm-hmm. even died of death really. Uh, I could. I, I actually got offered the job at Blues. No, no, I, no. I'm going back when I come back from the States. Mm-hmm. I got got in touch with Kevin Broder, see if anything's going. And the manager at the time was an ex, you know who manager. Yeah. Who came to the Blues? Yeah. And Have you been educated tonight, mate? Yeah, I've been edu- yeah, I've got there now. Suddenly, it's, I've realised now. I've got to be careful. He's just won his cup of tea back. But just, to put it, just, just to put it in perspective, when I say X, like you know who manager, he actually said, "Well, Kevin and and Ian speak highly of you, and um, we're going away for a couple of days on tour." He said, um, "Can you, if we sort something out when you come back, we do need someone to look after and set up the reserve system." I went, "Yeah, great." And then, the while they were away, his his ex captain, whose name I think was Ian Ross, flew back from Dubai, and he gave him the job. And that was it. I, it was a chap, you know. I'd, I'd been off the merry-go-round for five years, but I'd, I'd end up coaching as well out in the states. So when I came back, <clears throat> it kind of went out the window. And I had a friend who was in, who worked had his business in the market, and I ended up working for him. So I never know. But no, as a manager, maybe not nowadays. It's I know you can't fail if you if you if you're a failure, they'll pay you off. So you can't really fail. Mm. But you want to you want to win, don't you? Really, that's it in a nutshell. That's all we want. Yeah, it's about yeah. winning, really. It's all we want. You know, when we turn up freezing cold on a Tuesday night in February, mate, and it's peeing down the rain, all we yeah. want is or we won't. Even if we don't get the win, but like somebody said earlier, even if we get that performance. Yeah? yeah, that heart, yeah. that desire, that spirit, and there is none of it left at the moment. Zero, not not an ounce of it. No, no, no. Um, or am I being too harsh? No, no, I don't think you are. I think you know you you know the you you know the players who, or you you know them, the ones that will give it give their all. And if it's, if it's not good enough, so be it. But you know, it's nothing worse than if you. If it's a lacklustre, mm-hmm. and you you know you don't want to think it's a bit lacklustre. No one seems you know you don't want to see him run through a brick wall for you, but you want to it's a bit of passion, and I don't know. You, we're 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 old school. I'm in my seventies, so a bit old school. You know what I mean? Oh, same age as Nick. You know, so yeah, just it's ten just... years younger than Auntie Linda. Yeah, for sure. You've got more than me, mate. Come on, yeah. Just say something about this. Um, Nick, you, 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 you said, when are we going to have some luck? Mm. Uh, I don't believe in luck myself, but... I know, I know. But I, I just look at this situation. We are two weeks away from the transfer deadline, mm-hmm. and we tell our captain and reserve centre-half, he can go, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> two weeks before the deadline. By the time the deadline comes, right, 
we've lost three centre halves. We've lost one who's gone out, um, has gone back on loan. One's injured, um, and and obviously um, Harley Dean's not available. Now we mm. finish up during the match. We lose another centre half who gets sent off, mm-hmm. and we end up with a mid an eighteen year or seventeen or eighteen year old midfield player yeah, playing centre half. Now yeah. why was why was Harley Dean told then? That he was on his bike, he could have been top. Once once we got through this Christmas period, where we're going to need everybody we've got, right? He could have been told then, you know, when mm. when when we got replacements to come in. But he was sitting on his backside somewhere, getting paid by us, and we get we get the stuff yeah. by Plymouth. That that that's not that's not bad luck. That's bad management, you know. Mm. If you, work, if you Strong work stuff. on the, you know, if it can happen, mm. it will happen. You know, we get rid of us, uh, an experienced player, and we we end up with the kids on the kids on the field. Well, he could have he could have played he could have played this week, next week, or whatever, till we got everybody fit back, oh. and then said to him, right, thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, and it would he could have gone where he wanted then, but he's, yeah. he's he's just not part of the club anymore, and we we got no centre halves. Do you think it's cash? Do you think it's wages? I think that was the yeah. I mean, they want to replace his wages with with somebody cheaper. Understand yeah. that, but not not when you not when you got no players available. And it, it's it's. I mean, we finished up that match Saturday with six teenagers on the pitch. Six teenagers, and I'm not talking about nineteen year olds. I'm talking about sixteen and seventeen year olds. That's that's poor management. That is as as much well, as we want to see the kids do well, you know, we, we they shouldn't be they shouldn't be the saviour of the club. They should be coming into a side that's functioning and and so they can improve. Yeah, now I'm getting the, fu- the future. A few other people do as well. Michael Wood said he's a Watto for chairman. So you've got I tell you what, I, I know what I'd do if I was. Go on. Then. What? Go on, go on, go on, on then. What, what, go on then. First thing I you're, you're, you're the chairman. Like that. You're the chairman now. From right. Now. First thing is this Birmingham City uh, aura that you know we 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 second class with this, that, and the other stops now. Right. We're the we are the main team in this city. We have been, and we we're going to be again. That's be the first thing, uh, and we we we, we we've got to lift. This malay, we've all talked about it. Everything's dying on its feet. We've got to stop that. Stop that. These two signings that we've made this week, for example, would have been quite exciting if they hadn't have been just filling holes. You know, the, the, the centre half apparently was brilliant mm-hmm. Saturday. Oh, we would have, you know, had had he played alongside Harley Dean because of the injuries, we'd have been saying, "Well, oh, we, we got we got somebody here," but he didn't. He had to play alongside two left backs and then a kid so yeah. we and, and the midfield player that's coming you know wow great but we've got we, we've we've had we've had players suspend um what's his name craig gardner hasn't played for seven games a because he was suspended for four and then he was ill for two you know we can't we can't do that we can't have that so what's the answer then well, well you're, you're, you know, you're, well, you're highlighting the problem. No, no, we have to solve the problem. We got, we have to sell the club. 
you have to sell it. When I say sell it, I mean make it attractive. Right. If if, yeah. if for forty million, you mm. could buy that club. Right. It was it was sold for eighty million ten years ago, and to sell it now for forty, you're thinking if I if I got the money. I'd buy that for forty million, and I'd make it worth eight hundred million in, inside five mm. years if I got the money. Let's find somebody who's got the money and sell them that idea. Mm. And take the club back to basics. Yeah. Fancy fancy football. We keep on saying it is not I, the Birmingham I, way. I personally think that if, if somebody came along and offered half the money they paid out, I think they'd sell. I think yeah. they'd listen. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I think I think I think a third. I think they'd sell. Yeah, I don't. I don't, th- I don't think they even know who the manager is. I don't think they know who we played and sat there. I don't even I know Alan Watley. No, they've got absolutely no idea. He's a them for crying out loud! Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 got to change. It's it's got to change its image. It's it's its image in when we we got in the Premiership. It was. It was we we were the business, you know. We we were the top team. Uh, we had good players, international players. I, I sit and watch videos of of two thousand, and I, I can't. I t- it takes my breath away. It's another world, isn't it? Yes. Didn't he? Oh, he played for us. Mario yeah. Melchett, world class yeah, yeah. player, playing right yeah. back for us. To Gary, to Gary, to Gary. Four cell. Yeah. You know. Probably one of the best f- forwards in in Europe at the time. What with the greatest respect to, the, I, I'm not knocking any of the players, but they ain't in that. That, that a million. They're not in that. What is that, Tony? Tony, right? Sorry, Mr. Chairman. Can I interject? Yeah. Uh, Don Kavanagh wants Blues fans to be res- uh, represented on the board. Well, that oh, would I be a wonderful yeah. idea. Brilliant. Chelsea do it. Chelsea oh, yeah, have introduced it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Swansea, yeah, Swansea as well. It needs somebody to know what the fans want. We've all talked about, you know, we like players that get stuck in and give their all. And mm. somebody needs to tell the manager that, you know, mm. it's no good buying a fa- fancy Dan who, who, who don't put it in every week. You got to, you know, you got to buy somebody who's, you know, going to do the business and put himself on the line not think oh well you know I'll, I'll take the money and, and, and run if you're going to pay him a lot he's got to do a lot for it okay now great comment just come in from uh, Mark Brooks why has Lebo you ditched the 4-4-2 that got us out of trouble last season we are a 4-4-2 club we've always been a 4-4-2 club we don't do this tippy-tappy football it didn't work with Zola it didn't work with Karanka why are we messing with a formation that we know works for our football club? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree. Yeah. And it, it needs somebody in the manager's ear saying, you know, if you want to stay yeah. at any length of time, you play the you play. Well, I tell you what, Alan. I tell you what, you listen to the fans because you're the chairman. <laughs> Get yourself up there <laughs> and have a word. <laughs> I'd love to. I really would. Great comment from Paul. <laughs> All that matters to him. And I suppose that all of us is winning. Doesn't yeah. matter how we do it, oh, crikey, how yeah. we get there, yeah. we just want to win. Yeah, yeah. Can, I mean, if if if, if Al Qaeda came in for, uh, for and and bid for us and uh, and took us over and we started winning uh, 
all our games, Premiership and FA Cup and that like. Did we care? Well, I'll call you the yeah, I think probably. <laughs> 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 no, I, I mean, I know, I, I know I'm exagerating, but would oh, we dear really me. care? <laughs> oh, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can also say, not having the camera on me is brilliant, because I can go to the toilet and nobody knows. No, we've told them each time you've gone, yeah. We, we, heard, the, we heard the bucket for you. It's like I've seen in Naked Gun, when it's a Okay, in the last 15 minutes we go, we've only got about 12, 12 and a half of them left now. Um, and I saw some comments uh, earlier, little last people were having about a chip shop. So it's anything to do with the football and chip shop. Anything to do with football and chip shop, or what you purchase in a chip shop. Um, there you go. What about you go. Uh, Pitter Unlove? Oh, Pitter Red Unlove. <laughs> uh, can I can I just say uh, Graham uh, Haynes has just mentioned uh, he said hopefully the fanly review might come into force somewhere along the line uh, that could be a game changer from what we hear and we'll talk about that in um, hopefully in a week or so maybe a week and a half or so oh we've got Barry Fryer going back to your playing days what sort of memorabilia did you keep from Blues did you keep any shirts or anything like that uh, do you know I haven't got anything not just from Blues but for, from anything I've just given it all give off it away to kids <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it's I don't know I, I wish I had something now but I haven't oh don't right. I have tell a lie Stop, 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 stop. Somebody out there will have something with something on it to do with you, and I guarantee you, uh, if not by the end of the show, then by tomorrow, somebody will have donated something to you, I promise you. That's what <laughs> Birmingham City fans are. Yeah, oh, tell me, yeah. Oh, that's right. right. So if anybody out there has anything, uh, anything tone, I've got a plastic cast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and a few stitches. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there that's got anything with uh, with uh, a little bit of memorabilia for Tony Wanton, please get in touch with uh, myself, Chris Brown, or any of the members of the team. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. Did you say you had something? Yeah, I did have. I did. I have got something. Sorry, I don't know if you remember the first game I played. It was for the third round, third place of the FA Cup, mm. and we played Stoke City at home, and they they were the two losing semi finalists. Blues had lost mm -hmm. to Leeds. That well-known semi-final mm. and then uh, Stoke had lost and we played at, at St Andrews uh, whether it was a toss-up I don't know where we played but it was just over the one game and it went to penalties and Paul Cooper was a goalkeeper at the time and Paul saved about three of the penalties which he became renowned for actually saving penalties and it was a a silver you know the, the jug like this silver tankard. tankard it was a tankard yeah written on it uh, third place FA Cup the, the year and blah, blah so I have got one yeah I've kept that one I oh, think right. the son's got it I think the son's got go. it yeah. we'll see if we can get you something else matey right so we've got Barry Fryer <laughs> we've got Nicky Chip Butty <laughs> Gary Vinegar <laughs> Gary Vinegar that's a good one Gary Vinegar <laughs> Maradona Kebab Robbie and of cod part two. <laughs> Mark Fish. Uh, set set batter. Set batter. Set batter. <laughs> oh, clever. Oh, 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 somebody's coming out of the woodwork now, isn't it? Keep it clean. David Batty Roll Cole Paul Scott. 
<laughs> Tony Wonder Kebab. <laughs> Tony, Tony Curry and Chips. Uh, Gary Monkfish. <laughs> Poor potato. Poor Benny's. I Poor mushy piece of leader. <laughs> and the next the next one's quite good as well. Savaloy banana pudding. Tricks, obviously. Yeah, it was good, good fun, and a lot of one-liners and um, 
And and Freddie, who was manager at the time, uh, to be fair, he was uh, no old barred and you knew where you stood. You couldn't argue with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew the rules, what we could and couldn't do. And um, I Frank loved it. I loved it. <laughs> You know, this is a gospel truth with players. I don't know what the players are saying now because they haven't got that sort to think about or worry about. They don't have. To, oh, they all go their own way, I think. But, but when you say to a player, "Do you miss playing?" and all that, they go, "It ain't so much the game. I miss the crack. I miss the banter with the lads, and I miss." And it's, that's that's the truth. Yeah. And that's that's why when they're together, they do nothing but take the Mickey out of each other. Well, there you go. Okay, a couple more lines coming in. We've got Lee Scampy, uh, Gary <laughs> Haig, <laughs> Nick Chip, which I think we've had that one, Hannah Codd, Gary Rowett, uh, David Butter, Keith Gherkin. David, Gary Rowett. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Gherkin. Oh, oh, oh. Noel Haig. Noel Haig. What's Pika Richards? Pika? Pika Richards? Pike, Pike, Pike. Oh, Pike. Pike. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Pika Richards. Yeah, Pika Richards. Yeah, Pika should have got the book. You'd have had me howling on that one. <laughs> Peter Booker Pie unloved. <laughs> oh, Just before we get to the end as well, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know everybody's thoughts, but by far the best referee we have had at St. Andrews, in my opinion, was, was the lady, lady on Saturday. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, she did a yeah. fantastic <laughs> job. Um, and some of the decisions she made, uh, they, they stood out. She, she really did do well. And, uh, congratulations to her. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I tend to that, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, they really they put a bid in for that girl who scored the first goal, Blues. Mm. The men, I mean. The, the oh, done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nigel says, uh, the owners of our club are doing what happened to Coventry City a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Acid stripping and eventually sell the ground. Unless yeah. fans drive these owners out and the writing is on the wall, heartbreaking thought. Right, watch these, watch these spaces for the next week, I'd say, the next, certainly the next few days anyway. Right, we're trying to pull something together which will be uh, quite startling and amazing if, uh, if uh, Craig can do the business. And as he is called Mr Fix, I'm sure he can and I'm sure he will. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a few things, actually. <laughs> uh, everybody's saying, bang on, Craig. She was, uh, she was brilliant. Stephen Gill, uh, get well, Steve, as well. Uh, Jeff Curry-Sourcefield. Oh. <laughs> Darren Hockapie. Uh, sausage chips and Harley beans. Um, <laughs> 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 <Any girl? laughs> yeah, it goes. It goes on. Right, time and, to say goodbye, uh, Nick. It is, you know. So this has concluded yet another talk and talk show. Well, uh, the Monday's come and go so fast, and here we are into twenty twenty two. Eleven years ago, we never thought we'd still be sitting here thinking. What the hell's going on this week? <laughs> <laughs> but we are. Oh dear. What an amazing oh, guest we've had on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's fun. Mark it's Adams. Fun. Mark Adams. Very. Oh, I'm the one and only Mr. Craig Courtney. Keep up the good work, soldier. Evening, all. Thanks a lot. Uh, Mrs. Brown. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Watton. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good evening, all from the chair. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good night, we'll keep right on to the end of the road. Keep your spirits up as much as you can. We're going to try and do everything we possibly can over this next week. But the last few words are down to you, the one and only Mr. Sorry I couldn't meet you, Tony Want. Well, I thank you all for listening and tuning in. And let's hope we will, well, we will get it right and sooner rather than later. But I know exactly, I promise you, how you feel. I really do. And 
I literally blues have uh, that's the first result I look for every week now and I'm paranoid like we all are and uh, and and you, since having one of these phones the only thing I know what to do with it is to press on the gizmo that tells you the results and as you're going along and it's the worst thing that happens because you're looking at it every five seconds yeah. uh, but that's it. it it's it will change you know as you say, you've got to keep right on, and that's I it. Just, I just hope it's in my lifetime, Tony. Tony Want, ladies and gentlemen, thanks ever so much for Thank all you. service for everything. And, You're uh, welcome. Cheers, Tony. Take care. Thanks. <laughs> Thank Good you. Good old. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.